What's up, boxing fans? This is Sides of Boxing with your host, JJ Sermon. In this podcast, JJ gives an in-depth analysis of nearly every fight, from undercards to main events. Now, let's get into the ring. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Sides of Boxing. I am your host, JJ Sermon, and on today's episode, I am going to explain to you all why I've been gone for a short amount of time because you know what's going around in this world. Coronavirus! Coronavirus! But I'm just uh, going to give you all a little explanation as well as just talk about some things that's going on in the boxing world right now, man. It's been a lot of just talking mainly, but it's been some interesting things that have come out um, in the news. So I'm going to get into that as well. So let's get straight into it. To start things off, I want to talk about um, why I've been gone for just a little bit um, from the podcast. And the reason is just spending time with family and friends, just enjoying that time, especially with no new boxing coming out, like fights. I just wanted to invest a little bit of time to just uh, focus on them and reassess how I want to do things um, with regards to this podcast and things of that nature. So I will, I am back for sure. And you all can look forward to it. I want to add some nice little um, additions to the podcast and make it more funnier, make it more smooth. So be on the lookout for that. And that's pretty much it, man. You know, I'm just out here living. You know what I'm saying? You know, we got we got this thing going around. Coronavirus! Coronavirus! And you know what I'm saying? I'm just trying to stay protected, keep my mind good, keep my body good, and do everything I can until this thing pass over. So now let me go into the boxing news because I know you all want to hear that. So let's get into it. All right, so to talk about some boxing news, I'm just going to talk about some things that happened in the month of April. Um, just some some good details about anything that's new that's trying to transpire or anything that's trying to make um, boxing come back sooner. So those type of information as well as with notable boxers. So the first thing I want to talk about is with Earl Spence Jr. He got on the podcast with All The Smoke. He was on there and he talked uh, about his experience with his car accident. He, he talked about... Um, who he wants to fight next. He wants all the top dogs. So he want Terrence Crawford, Danny Garcia, Manny Pacquiao. And he also talked about like um, him not choosing to fight Sean Porter again. Like he's like, nah, I'm gonna hold off on that. Or Keith Thurman, like Keith Thurman, you, you made me wait. So I'm gonna make you wait now. So those type of things. And then he just talked about how much he's grown from this moment on, how focused he is, how much he worked out. So like he was saying that he run at least like what? I wanna say close to seven, eight miles a day do some in the morning some at night so that's what he does usually and back on his strict routine to get ready for when fight um the fight start coming back uh in the season so that's what he's been on just wanted to point that out because that was something that was important because it gave us an insight on it so if you haven't seen it go check it out it's on youtube you can just pull up all the smoke and you can find the episode very easily another thing i want to talk about was uh, Udonis Ugas, he came out recently talking about he wants to fight Earl Spence or even Manny Pacquiao, which I can understand because he is in about to hit his mid-30s. So with that, I mean, you, you might as well try to fight the best, win a belt, and cash out. You know what I'm saying? Both of them fights are going to get you a lot of money regardless. I feel like he should probably fight Terrence Crawford. That would have been a better route. However, I don't think he'll make as much money as if he fought Earl Spence or Manny Pacquiao. So I understand why he would choose that route. Yeah, because it just makes sense. Even though Udonis Ugas did beat Terrence Crawford in the amateurs, I mean, that's the amateurs. They've grown a lot now, and things can change. So, 
Um, I can see that route. I can see him going that route, and I don't disagree with it. If he does get a fight with either of them, it's it's gonna be a hard fight for anybody that fight you done as Ugas. I mean, let's be real. So I mean, hopefully some of these guys, these top uh, guys with the belts, Earl Smith, Manny Pacquiao, or Terence Crawford, steps in the ring with him to prove that they're the best. Because if they beat him, um, it's kind of solidifying you in the in the in the really like. Hall of Fame type of status. If you keep beating really good guys like a Danny Garcia, a Udonis Ugas, and you start beating people of that nature, um, Sean Porter, then you really starting to solidify your spot in the uh, boxing Hall of Fame and the boxing career. Another thing I want to talk about is Eddie Hearn. Eddie Hearn has been coming out uh, doing live Instagram lives, um, pretty much weekly, where he just having a bunch of his boxers from Matchroom and the zone, and he's talking to them, just trying to see how things are going in their city or their country, and how they're handling everything, so that's what he's been going through, and it's been a pretty, it's been pretty funny at times, like, and it's been very, like, chill with some boxers, but that's just because everybody has their own personality. But it's been pretty good getting some insight on what boxers are going through right now. Like, some of them is just really doing some in-home workouts. Some of them are just going to the gym, but it's minimal. You know, they can't do too much. And, it's, and some of them are just still doing the same routine, just trying to stay active because nobody knows when the next expected date is to fight. So it's kind of like just don't get overweight. And I would say look at that one. One funny one was when... I want to say this was when uh, Eddie Hearn went on live with Jamal Charlo, and he was mentioning names. He was like, he was like, uh, Jamal was like, who you want me to fight? And he was like, he was like, uh, Canelo. Eddie Hearn was like, Canelo. And he was like, Nyah! and Jamal was hitting the bag every time and then uh, trying to hit it hard just to say who was, he was going to hit on the heavy bag. And then he was like, Billy Joe Saunders. And then Jamal was like, Nyah! and then he was like, uh, Demetrius Andre, and then he was just like, and then he was just like, um, you know, um, just go ahead and call Al, you know, and then Eddie was trying to, because he was like, I thought you was your own boss, and that type of thing, so that was hilarious, I mean, it was completely funny, and I just thought that, man, Eddie Hearn is, is, is a G for that one, man, for confronting him, because he was saying this behind, like, to everybody else, but now, like, he actually was on FaceTime with him calling him out, roasting him, and it just showed that he ain't scared. Like, he bought this life, too. Like, he he knows how to talk to these fighters and get them pissed off and ready to go at them. So, like, I definitely I definitely got to give him some respect for that, for being consistent and things of that nature. I see, Also, I saw an interview with Anthony Joshua talking about will he uh, be willing to fight uh, – will he be willing to fight with no fans – like, and he said, yeah, if he could get a fight with Tyson Fury, he would definitely fight him um, with no crowd and lose that little $8 million, if not more, uh, at the gate for people to actually, like, uh, tune in live, like, and go to the game, go to the boxing event. Like, he said he'll lose that money just to fight him and beat him and become, like, undisputed. He said, yo, I'll do that. I'll do that. So, I thought that was big on Anthony Joshua. He just got a different mindset after that loss to Andy Ruiz. Like, man, he just, like, he focused. Like, he just saw how everybody treated him and he he literally just stepped in the zone and he just like look i'm i'm here man i'm here i'm different and he proving himself man he he trying to have a mindset he trying to act like lennox lewis in this thing like really focused ready to prove if you do take a loss come back right back and, and prove that i'm the better fighter and yeah he looking like he ready to take over the whole heavyweight division for real for real so i gotta give him respect 
And for the most part, I think that's most of the information that has come out that I've seen that just kind of caught my eye. I mean, anything goes. They haven't, like I said, they haven't determined where the boxing is going to come back. And then if it does, whether it's going to be like um, with no fans and things of that nature, because it all just depends on the person, the boxer, whether he has a big amount of fans. Is he willing to give up some money? Because people were saying like they will still fight, but as long as their money don't change, like if they still getting that same check, then they okay with fighting with no fans. But nine times out of ten, they might not get that, like because that does generate money. So if they don't get that amount, I can see a lot of boxers saying, "No, I'm not gonna just wait it out until it's time for me to get um, until I get the fair share amount of money." Because boxers have been spoiled with a lot of good money, man, a lot of good money, and I don't blame them, man. If you they offering it to you or you can negotiate to get more man get your bread man change your generation uh your family's uh generation man and so they don't ever have to go through any struggle moments in their lives so i definitely understand them trying to get the back um i just say like i'm just thinking um that that's kind of like the only scenario so i don't know it could potentially we can get back to it some states and countries are reopening so we could potentially see like over like probably like in maybe june august september somewhere leaning uh or july like leaning towards that time like getting going to the fall in the summer like we could see some some fights happening some not big big level but just some medium-sized fights we could try to see some b b level c level fighters we could definitely see some of them but other than that man i think that's about it because there's not much that they can do to prevent it if there's not enough testing so not going to go into all that politics and stuff, but it is what it is. And this concludes this episode of Sasa Boxing. I want to thank each and every one of you for listening all the way to the end. Be sure to like, subscribe, and leave a positive rating. And tell a friend to tell a friend of your boxing fans because I'm going to continue to give out great content each and every week. Next thing I'm going to do is just go back to uh, talking about each weight class, like a reset. Like, who's going to come out of this? Who's, like, the competitors or the top guys in each division? And kind of give my... Um, predictions on who I think can make it out of there. So be on the lookout for that and God bless.